0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Bye. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios. This is
1: out of bounds. What he does, he makes it look so easy. You know, he dropped 21 boards, and everybody talked about he can't jump. And he's, you know, he's out there battling. Everybody's physically strong. 30 points. People say he doesn't want to, doesn't want to score. He's 32. Uh, and then 10 assists. It's just he just makes the game look easy throughout the game. And like I said, it's just free throwing His touch, his creativity, his no look passes, uh, his IQ. Um, I can go down the line. He's he's uh, a special player. Special, special play. Yeah,
0: yeah. With John Neighbors. Hey, Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin.
1: We won't go in the shell.
0: We won't go in attack mode, because that's what's required. On 103.7 The Buzz. With my boo tastes like too late for the analyst. Girl, I
2: can buy your Westie girl with my bass stuff. I know that it's good that you slid it on my taste but I can get way too won't you let me do on your block, and break it down, we playin' trust. AM to the PM, PM to the AM phone. Eat up your per diem, you just got to hate them funk If I quit your BM, I still rock Mercedes phone. If I quit this season, I still be the greatest funk My left stroke just went viral Right stroke, put a baby in the spiral Soprano C, we like to keep it on the high note It's levels to it, you and I know Tell them be humble, hold up. Sit down be humble Sit down Sit dun be humble Hullap Holla Sit down Lil Hullap be humble Holla Sit down Holla Holla Be humble Holla Holla Sit down be humble Sit down Sit dun be humble Hullap holla sit down Lil Hullap be humble Hullap Sit down Holla 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 Who that i thinking that he frightened
3: and welcome in to Out of Bounds here on 103.7 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you as always for making us a part of your afternoon. This afternoon is going to be a great Trash Talk Thursday today. And we want to hear from you and what you have to say, of course, about all the things we're going to discuss. You can call or text in. is that number to call or text in. You can get after us in the Asher Record Live Fan Feedback after me on Twitter at Neighbors. And today, going to have a great show for you because not only are we going to have Bobby Regan of Barstool Sports joining us to little basketball with him, NBA and college, but also going to have Tyler Spoon, former Razorback, thanks to First Horizon Bank. He's going to join us in the 3 o'clock hour. So looking forward to catching up with him and kind of recapping the Razorback baseball season and turning a page to the next one as well and so uh, we'll dive into that and i know we'll have some more updates from the pga and the live and all the controversy surrounding that and uh, also some college football news too and of course talk a little bit about uh what was last night i joe i, I know it's never happened before but uh a triple double from two different players on the same team in one game on the nba finals as the nuggets takes care of business against the heat in game three yeah, that's uh, that's that's pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive. And for them to look as way, uh, the way that they did, that had my attention last night of just watching, I mean, history, essentially, in, in a single game. That was incredible what, we, what was going on.
4: We talked about the possibilities of the triple-double, according to Bet Saracen, with players on different teams, with Jokic and Jimmy Butler. But, yeah, that's really impressive to do it on the same team. Now, the Heat did what they always do as far as these games – they made it close, they made it interesting at the end, and so these games that they don't end up winning, it's always, you stick with it through the end, because they were down by 9 points, and it was about a little over a minute left, which that seems, you know, maybe a little insurmountable, but they had a chance to cut it to 7 at that time, of course the shot is missed, the Nuggets go on the other end, and, um, and they convert some free throws, but before that, there were um, a couple of things that happened. There was an offensive foul yep. that allowed, but and it seemed like, um, I guess, the Heat uh, or the Nuggets weren't fouling at that point, and uh, the Heat weren't in the bonus where they were going to the free-throw line because on that type of foul, you would think they're going to the line there to make it a closer game and to score some points when the clock has stopped, but they didn't get that opportunity. Hmm. and uh, And then the Nuggets, of course, they're in the bonus on the other end. They shoot free-throws, and... It's game over.
3: Yeah. It was all she wrote. It was just like a final score of 109 to 94. uh, Nuggets take game three. And uh, it was funny because, you know, we're talking about Bet Saracen. They also had a great special last night that I bet on, which uh, was uh, having the Nuggets win every quarter. And I was like, all right, well, I I feel pretty good about that because I feel like the Nuggets were going to take care of business. And what's great about it is they won the fourth quarter by a point. (laughs) They won the third quarter by nine points. They won the second quarter by five points. But that first quarter. It was a push because they were tied at 24 at the end of the first quarter. Bet over Ooh. at that point. Man, I know, but it was just like I knew at least it was over early because if it would have been tied at the fourth quarter, I really would have been disappointed. Like, no oh, man I'm about to nail that special, but uh, but yeah. And, it, and the Nuggets hit a basket at the end of the, the quarter to tie it because yeah. the Heat had the lead, so it would have been over regardless. Yeah, yeah, it's just uh, one of those things that uh, what's great about betting, especially with Bet Harrison, man, is you, you can make some money with some of the specials they have, but sometimes it just Comes up a little bit short, but if you were one of those that bet on the Nuggets, who were three and a half point favorites last night, uh, you won some money because they took care of business and uh, now they're moving on. But I mean, just Jokic. I, when I saw that line, which of course you know the the way that Murray played was incredible too. Both of them had triple doubles, but just continuing to see the line of forty minutes played for Jokic, thirty points, twenty rebounds, ten assists. Like that's just a absurd stat line, and there were still minutes left in the game to play. Like, I just, I, you know, it just continues to be so impressive. He actually finishes with 32 points, 21 rebounds, and uh, 10 assists, while uh, Murray also had 34 points, 10 rebounds, and 10 assists. So both of them just incredible performances, but it's also one of those things where if you feel like they both, if you had two players with triple-doubles, you think that they win by more than just 15 points, which is pretty significant, but uh, it just goes to show you that those were the types of performances they needed to get the victory over Miami, who was also uh, a really talented team, too, in their own right. 30,
4: 20, and 10 from Jokic. That's always going to be impressive. And then the Nuggets, they they limited their three-point shots. Now, they didn't shoot the ball well, but they only shot 18 as opposed to the Heat that shot 35, and the Heat shot a high percentage in Game 2, which was able to help them come away with the win in that game, and they shot almost 50%. You wouldn't expect that they would be able to duplicate that in any game throughout this this series, but uh, to come back and have that type of drop off where it's just over 30 percent, that's where the major difference
3: was in the game. Well, how did Jokic feel about his performance last night? Um, to be honest, I just think
5: uh, it's a win, you know, because if we lose, nobody's gonna even mention. Even I mean, to be honest, I, I don't care. Uh, it's just uh,
3: it's just a stat. Yep, so uh, that's about how how much he cares, which is great because that's what you want to hear. He's all about the win, but it does just, in a way, watching him and then hearing him and knowing the type of performance that he puts in, it it just makes me laugh because I'm like, man, I I honestly wonder, does he not realize just how incredible that is, like how incredible he it is, or is it just how it's built in his DNA where he only cares about about the win, which is, again, great thing. I'm not denying it or not saying it's bad. It's just, man, if I was that guy, and if I was having these types of performances and doing that in the NBA Finals, it would be tough for me not to just be like, yeah, I I couldn't believe it myself, you know, but it's just how he is and how he's built, and it seems like just another run-of-the-mill thing for him. He
4: realizes it, but he also realizes there's still work to be done. They have to win two more games to come away as NBA champs and to win this series, and if you are able to do that, as he kind of alluded to there, that... Um, you know, at the end, maybe you can come back and celebrate some of the things, but ultimately, like he said, if you don't go on to win the series, who cares what you did in individual games and, and individual performance, it's about the team at the, at the end with that goal to win a championship. And so if they don't accomplish that, it's, it's going to be meaningless because people are, you know, records are there to be celebrated and it may be brought up again, but If they don't go on to win this series, then nobody's going to care.
3: No, nobody is. And it's like all those performances that make look great on paper and everything. It's almost going to be like, yeah, that was great, but wasn't good enough. Wasn't good enough to get the job done. And so now Miami finds themselves in in a hole once again. But they have uh, tomorrow night back in Miami, so they'll have a chance to even up the series and then turn it into a three-game series from then on out and uh, try to make it uh, really interesting, too. Because I know Miami's going to bounce back. They're going to have a good performance. Uh, do they win Game Four? Not totally sure, but I mean they're not going to go down without a fight, and then they got great players. And they got a great coach in Spolstra, who's been in the finals and been in these situations before. So I fully expect uh, Miami to to bounce back and to, to make this a, a real interesting series after this game too.
4: The Nuggets have accomplished what they needed to, and that's not to say that you know the goal isn't to go win every game because that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get the series over as quick as possible, but they've taken home court advantage back at this point because they're up to one, and they drop one at home, but then they go take one on the road. So they're the, they're the home team that has the favor and has the advantage where if it does go to seven games, they're going to be on their home court in the end, and right now they put themselves in position. If it does last that long, that they've done their part.
3: Well, then uh, on the other side, too, with Jimmy Butler, when he was asked about the game and they got out-rebounded 58-33, uh, they said that they need to come out with more energy and effort, and he says... Uh, I don't know. I can't answer that. Maybe we're home. Maybe we did. Maybe we, we think we did something. I don't know. It just can't happen. It won't happen again. It starts with myself. I have to lock in on the defensive end. I have to go up and get loose balls. I think I need to start playing and and doing that. Then everybody else has to follow suit. So uh, the energy and the, and the coming out with uh, like your hair on fire type of thing was uh, something that was disappointing to Jimmy Butler as well as the team. They just felt like they didn't come out with that energy. That
4: they the made. Nuggets adjusted well to what the Heat did defensively in Game Two and. It had more movement in that offense because what they what they did was Jokic would be at the top of the key, and, of course, he's looking around for teammates, and everything goes through him. But after he would pass the ball and the ball's out of his hands, he stayed at the top of the key, which made it easy for the Heat. He didn't move from that position, and so they didn't have to defend much space, much area. They didn't have to defend him moving within that offense, and so they made an adjustment on that last night. You saw a little bit more movement from him, and that made it more difficult for
3: the Heat to defend. So again, Friday will be Game Four, and it'll be interesting to see uh, how all that plays out. Because even if the the Nuggets win, we know that three one leads aren't exactly uh, always safe, especially in the NBA playoffs. So uh, still getting a lot of work to do for both teams to try to come out and uh, take care of business there too. And um, it's also with the NBA Finals going on. Also having some NBA news, and you know the whole thing with Chris Paul and the Suns and. Uh, might be waived, I guess, and he may, he may be moving on. They're discussing his future and everything. So, uh, even though it's still got the finals going on, and that's obviously got a lot of people's attention, it's kind of going to get started now with uh, some player movement on uh, some superstars, or at least some big time stars. And Chris Paul, you know, might be uh, one of those if he gets waived. That will be up in the air for joining another team next year too. It's a bit surprising, yeah. at this point because they just
4: hired a new coach and Frank Vogel, and you would think their nucleus is in place as far as the the players that you depend on with Devin Booker, KD, and then Chris Paul has been a staple for a few years. But we know that he's dealt with some injuries, especially in postseason time, and maybe that's what they're kind of looking at. It's time to move on and and maybe get some younger players in there, get something in return for him, because there is still a market for him if they're able to trade him, which I think they've tried and they've had conversations, but that's why they get to the point of they're just going to waive him because they haven't had any positive feedback coming their way as far as teams wanting to trade for him
3: and take on the contract that he has in place. Well, because they have until June 28th of the guaranteed date uh, if they decide to waive him. And apparently only $15.8 million of his $30.8 million uh, for the 2023-2024 season is guaranteed if he's waived unless the Suns keep Paul past the June 28th deadline date. So also some money involved, too, and in, in getting tied up with it. But... Um, you know, everyone immediately assumed that if he gets waived, oh, the Lakers! Like he's going to go to the Lakers. He's going to go full circle and finish off what he should have been and the team he should have been right. with back ten, eleven years ago when it should have happened instead of David Stern stopping. And he's good friends with LeBron. They've always had a dream of playing with each other. Might be the time to do it, but, but uh, LeBron still has decisions to make. So we'll see. Mm-hmm, yeah, Chris Paul or Bronny, and uh, you know, what, what, what direction will they go, and how will they make it work? Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out, but we got a lot more to get to here on A Trash Talk Thursday. If you want to get in on the conversation, 501-661-1037 is that number to call or to text in. We'll have some updates on Live, Taco MLB, and get into some college football talk as well. You won't want to miss it, so stay tuned here on Out of Balance. If you don't already
6: have the Bet Saracen Sports Wager app, download it today from the app stores or go to betsaracen.com. Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app.
0: This is SportsCenter.
6: Yesterday in the NBA, it was announced that the Suns are exploring trades for Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton. Paul, who turned 38 in May, will possibly be waived if a trade partner cannot be found. In the NBA Finals last night, the Nuggets took Game 3, beating the Heat 109-94 as Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray made history, becoming the first teammates to ever have a 30-point triple-double in the same game. Jokic had 32 points, 21 rebounds, and 10 assists, while Murray had 34 points, 10 rebounds, and 10 assists. Denver now holds a 2-1 lead in the series. Game 4 of the Finals will be tomorrow. And this morning in the NFL, it was announced that the Vikings would cut Dalvin Cook if they could not find a trade partner by the end of Friday. Cook has had over 1,000 yards in four straight seasons. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network.
7: Hi, I'm Arkansas Attorney Stan Miller with Pinnacle Global. If you're an Arkansas business owner or nonprofit, call us to see if you qualify for the employee retention tax credit. I'm an Arkansas business owner just like you. I partner with local qualified CPAs and we provide a detailed legal opinion for each ERTC client. Let us help you get the money you deserve. Visit us at pgwealthconsulting.com or call us Five zero one three five two nine four nine seven. that's 501-352-9497.
4: At Big O Tires, we've got the latest technology to keep your vehicle
7: running better than ever. I mean, don't call yourself a tire store if you can't do alignments. You extend the life of your tires by keeping them properly aligned. And at Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot, we offer complimentary alignment checks. Brakes? Yep, we do that too. And just ask for your free shuttle service so you don't have to sit around and wait. And you thought
4: we just did tires. Tires, service, and straight talk at the Big O Tires in Conway
8: and Cabot.
3: Make the most of every lawn with Kubota Commercial Landscaping Equipment. From the productivity boosting Z700 mower to the reliable SVL track loader, it's a lineup built to get the job done right. Because when your reputation is on the line, you need equipment that will never let you down. Visit your local Kubota dealer today. River Valley Tractor, five great locations around central Arkansas to better serve you. Rivervalleytractor.com.
5: Greatness doesn't happen overnight.
3: It takes time,
5: focus, and dedication. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that because we've put in the hard work and dedication for decades. And that commitment is paid off with award-winning customer service for your auto, home, and life insurance. See Shelter Agents Monica Reiners or Brian Kress in North Little Rock or Jamie Marsh in Little Rock it's not just
0: about the size of the meat, it's about where you get it from. So get it from Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock. Hogs meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Trying to reach the green from here, shooter? That's not possible, sir. I beg to differ. Happy Gilmore accomplished that feat no more than an hour ago.
7: Well, moron, good for Happy Gilmore. Oh, my God!
0: On 103.7 The Buzz.
7: It
3: is Trash Talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds. Appreciate everybody listening in uh, this afternoon. Talk a little NBA finals from last night, but uh, we're talking during the break about uh, also some Major League Baseball with uh, Ellie De La Cruz. Man, that was a guy for the Cincinnati Reds. Had uh, electricity last night, especially uh, when you're able to go out and uh, hit your first home run with a great call to go wrong with it, too. Golf tournament silence. Anticipation to see what. Oh, goodness! Casually goes 458 feet in his first home run. Pretty impressive for the uh, – for the day, well, not his debut, but at least his first home run in the major league. Not too bad. Hell,
4: yeah. It's amazing. And um, you see it a lot more with some of these young players that come in from out of the country, and they are able to get to the major league level a lot sooner than going the minor league route, and uh, they make the most of
3: it. Oh, yeah. And uh, the the kid or the person that caught the home run ball, of course – you know, De La Cruz wants that ball bag it's his first home run ever well there was some negotiation that went down uh for that home run ball and apparently the uh the guy that ended up catching it got a meet and greet as well as signed baseballs for him and his friends signed pictures for him and his friends signed bat and a signed hat from De La Cruz man it
4: must be nice you uh yeah you negotiate and you see just how far you can push it how much you can get and you know surely at that point they're like anything that isn't out of the question as far as from a monetary standpoint, they're
3: all about it. Oh, yeah, and I, I think it's so cool to see uh, when those monumentous moments happen, but especially in baseball, when you think about the you know the home runs getting hit, I think that's probably the one that, of course, because it goes into the crowd, uh, is when anybody and everybody's trying to, to grab it and then to find how much it's worth. And, you know, there's been certain home run balls that have obviously had a lot more meaning to him than some you know whether it's uh when you know mark mcguire broke the home run record and or when barry bonds did it and, and not only in the individual season but in his career the career home runs and breaking that record too so uh but this is going to be a special home run ball for especially uh taylor cruz but uh yeah that's the, that's the thing is man if you can get to hold of it you got it you got to have some sort of idea and going into it. it's like all right we got to negotiate we got to figure out what we want what's the worth what's the value here and then get something but hey Uh, It looked like uh, it's working out for that young fan because that's pretty much all he wanted was just uh, a meet and greet and a few signed items for him and his friends, and it worked out. It's a
4: lot easier to negotiate a first home run as opposed to a last home run, uh, I I guess some kind of landmark where you you hit 700 because there's only so many hitters and players in in the history of the game that have hit 700 home runs. So it's a lot easier to give up that first home run ball than one of those that Somebody's trying to hold on, and they are trying to really hold out for some big money.
3: Have you ever like, caught a home run ball or foul ball or anything? <laughs> no. See, I no. haven't either. I haven't either. I have
4: been to enough baseball games for it. Now, as far as like maybe being on the outside of the stadium and some balls that are hit out, out of the park, yeah, um, have done that. But as far as just
3: being in the crowd and actually catching a ball, no. Yeah, you see, I've never had that happen. I've had it to where... You know, the ball, if there wasn't a huge crowd there or whatnot, it went into the stands and people were around in a game close to me. I grabbed one of those one time, but I've never actually caught one. And, and that's always the, the funniest thing is when every, somebody gets a foul ball or home run or whatever it is, it's like there's this thing that goes about. It's like, hey, if there's kids around, you're, if you're a grown man or something, you hand it to the kids. But then I have seen it in person mm-hmm. where it get the, the the grown men have not handed the ball to the kids. They kept it themselves. Or, or a grown man pushing a kid out of the way so he uh, get to the ball. Yeah. That's like, happened. Yeah, like stuff like that. It's just like, man, you know, I. but then it's also like if you're if you're like the grown man that just, you know, has your hand bruised and it's hurting because you just had to catch a, uh, you know, a, a missile to it right there and then your bare hand and it's hurting you. And you're like, man, this was great. I can't believe I caught that. Got on TV and then the kid comes up and he looks at you with that face. You're like... Ah, yes. I got even though I got I got the pain. I had to do all the work, but here you go, kid. <laughs> it's like it's what, it's what you got to do. I feel like that should be the protocol though, right? Is to give the foul ball to the kid. Like if a kid comes up to you, like I feel like you kind of have an obligation to give it to the kid. That's just my opinion. I could be wrong. That's why you take a kid to the game
4: with you and you don't have to worry about that.
3: Mm, yeah. Which uh did you see the See that one with the, the the dad holding the kid trying to catch that ball? Do you see that video? Yeah, Good and, and there
4: have been some amazing ones before where there's a dad that was holding the kid that actually made the yeah. catch, like, you know, and you're thinking, okay, if there's a baseball coming towards you
3: and you have a kid, why are you even messing with that baseball? Yeah, because I, I, what I'm doing, if it's my kid, is I'm sitting there almost like putting a, like a, like a cocoon around him to protect him, you know, like that. I'm getting out of the way, but I guess, you know, maybe if you feel confident enough in your skills to go out there and and grab it like that's that's the thing I you know it almost should be like a like a a, a question of what's more impressive being able to catch a foul ball when you have a baby in your hand or catching a foul ball inside of your beer cup both of those are pretty impressive yeah yeah
4: I think it's a lot easier to do it with a beer
3: cup I think so yeah it's just if you got the hand eye coordination and you've had not too many of those beers that are going to be caught then yeah you could probably pull it off but uh, that's also the obligation you have. If you do catch it in there, you got to you got to finish the beer, and you got to do it right <laughs> then and there. Like it, it, there's a protocol to all this too. So, uh, first Arkansas Bank and Trust text line. Randall Peoples says that he caught a foul ball at the beer garden at the Travelers game. Nice. He says he don't know who hit it, but I got lucky enough and caught Mike Trout after the game and got his signature on it. As Isn't in, as in like the Mike Trout at a Travelers game? Yeah, yeah. When he was in the Angels, so yeah. Now that's cool. Oh, I want to know how much that would probably be worth. There's no telling about that, but that's that's big time. Uh, also, uh, Brian in Hot Springs says uh, there's a video of a dad blocking a broken bat from hitting a kid in the head. That's why you have, have
4: to always be aware of the surroundings when you're at a baseball game because things
3: happen at times at baseball games. It's scary. I'll, and I'll give credit to this down in Hoover for the SEC tournament when I went down there, is the netting, they have it all the way down the ballpark. Right? They have it from – I mean, because you got the stands, obviously, but you got the little like fields out there where kids are running around, and they have the netting pretty much down the entire third base and first base line. And I like that. That's smart. That's great. That's how it should be. Yeah, old ballparks. Because I see some of uh, ballparks, which you know, Bomb Walker. As much as I love it, uh, they have netting, but it doesn't extend all the way. And some of those missiles that just get fired into the crowd, it's just a scary thing. And I'm like, my goodness, like there's there's no. I don't care how coordinated you are i don't care how you know like how ready you may be you're not a professional baseball player a college baseball player in that stands, or for at least most of people 99.99 percent of you aren't professional ball players so you're not going to be quick enough to just grab that ball or whatever like so no matter what if it gets hit towards you it's going to hurt somebody it's going to be painful for somebody so it's just I, I wish they would have the netting all the way down because again, it's a lot easier to catch something when it's you know popped up in the air and you have time to react. But some of those when it just gets struck down, he was like, man, nothing you can do about it. You just got to either try to get out of the way or you know got to make sure that you pay attention to it as well. So
4: if you're in the outfield, that's where the fun is, though. So oh, yeah. you know that uh, this is wide open there, and so any home runs or any kind of uh, balls that come mm-hmm. in that direction.
3: You're just it's fair game, man. Try to get to it. Yeah, and gotta fight off all the other people to go along with it too. Uh actual record life fan feedback, uh, Steve O just uh, asked with the call that we had of De La Cruz, he says, What does that ball had a family mean? I think it's uh always something that kinda gets used whenever something is like it's like uh you know, if somebody gets dunked on or posterized, it's like He's like, you know, there's kids out here. You know, it's almost like it's so frightening. It's so scary. It's like you just killed that ball so much. It's like, oh, man, they had a family. It's like it's more just an extravagant, exaggerated way of saying, oh, my, like, been that incredible. It. Yeah, it's absolutely crushed it. So I think it was a great call there, too. Uh, Randall also text back in. He says, I think it'll be worth quite a bit after he retires and goes into the Hall of Fame, found similar minor league signed trout baseballs online, and they were like $200 or $300. So he was the one that – Got uh, Mike Trout to sign his here in Little Rock, so that's cool, man. That's cool, because, I mean, Mike Trout's going to go down as one of, if not the greatest one of our generation, and to be it in a minor league ballpark, that's pretty cool, too, so keep on to that, Randall, and hopefully don't give out your address or anything where you're at, too. People are going to come try to find it and try to get that ball from you, but, yeah, I don't, I never had any signed balls or anything like that, either, that, uh, with baseball teams or anything, so. That's that that's probably a pretty cool thing, and you have to have it in a case, and you have to make sure that you do that. So, uh, also from the five hundred one, here we go. So somebody disagrees. Uh, it says, "John, get out of here with wanting netting all the way down. Get off the damn phone and watch the game, or stay home. Crap like that is ruining the game that has been just fine over a hundred years. <laughs> is really is as having netting down the down the third base and th- first base line is that really ruining the game? I don't think there's, it's ruining There's been a lot more as far as
4: protecting fans. But, you know, as, as you said there, you know, the game has been around for a long time, but also the game continues to change. And so that's why you, these parameters are being put in place, and, and there's more thought about the netting and, and trying to protect fans. But to the point there, it has changed also because people aren't paying as much attention to the 100%. game. 100%. They are on their phones. Yeah. But... No matter where you go, whether it's a sporting event, whether we're sitting here at work, or you're at um, any kind of event,
3: waiting—if mm-hmm.
4: you're waiting around for something—during the process of waiting, what are you doing? You're looking at your phone.
3: Yep, yep. It's like the thing to pass the time, if you will. And uh, yeah, that is 100% agree with that point. It's like you know, the, if you're going to be at a baseball game and you're going to be sitting someplace that could have balls hit towards you then you definitely got to have your head on a swivel. You got to be paying attention. You got to get at it uh, after that. So, but as far as if they increase, like I get that part, get off your phone, but the netting thing, that's not going to change the game of baseball. Like not <laughs> having netting all the way down, it's going to not do it, change anything from uh, from the game itself. So, and then uh, from 501 says, Carson Shaddy should be forced to keep that foul ball from the Oregon State game. So you had to bring that up. Like, well, come on now. You know, there's no reason for that. Didn't need to go into that deal, but yeah, no, it's, it's uh it's always fun to to see uh how people and especially in baseball and especially with like foul balls or home runs and however they're hit too it's like it's a memorial it, uh, it's a memento you get to have it and you get to take it home and cherish it forever so it's still a good thing there too uh let's see so I know we're gonna talk about uh, some of the uh, deal with the uh, also the live and the and the PGA deal which I know uh, Rory had a lot to say but I know that now you got this pot shot getting taken once again because you have A live executive who was anonymous saying out about uh, when they were talking about, you know, how it would be the unification of the leagues and all that. He says, quote, I would say every big name on the PGA Tour will get an offer with a live and how it would be, except for Rory. Nobody (laughs) wants that little bleep on their team is what the, the executive said. And I'm like, okay, here we go. Just it continues on, doesn't stop, and you're going to continue to have uh, pod shots and little things getting taken like that, especially with Rory and uh, the comments that he made about the live uh, here recently too.
4: So. Some of those guys that they initially went after, some of the, the top names, top top players in the world, they do feel good if uh, the PGA, if you know they're in this partnership, and the players may feel more comfortable where they can play live, and and uh, that's kind of where it is now. So. Of course they're gonna go after these top names. Now what's gonna be interesting to see is how does their stance change. Do they say, Okay, since there's a partnership, we're good. We you know, feel good about going to live or will they stick to what they originally said and no, they're all about the PGA. They're in partnership so it shouldn't matter now.
3: Well, here's what Rory had to say. It's a long clip, so we won't play the whole thing, but uh, talking about the, the Liv and uh, being the sacrificial lamb and everything uh, and had uh, very strong words yesterday.
5: I know you and many other golfers were offered substantial amounts of money to join Liv. I was never offered oh, any money. Oh, my apologies. Uh, should the golfers who maybe stayed loyal and turned down Liv, should they be made whole financially?
1: <laughs> I mean, the simple answer is yes. The complex answer is how does that happen? Mm-hmm right and that's all that's all gray area and up, up up in the air at the minute, but yeah there's you know it's hard to it's hard for me to not sit up here and feel somewhat like a sacrificial lamb and you know feeling like i've put myself out there, and this is what happens again, removing myself from the situation, I see how this is better for the game of golf there's no denying that, but for me as an individual yeah i there's just gonna have to be conversations that are had. What do you say to fans who are disappointed in this deal? But it's not live, I think that's the thing. I still hate live, Mm -hmm. like I hate live. Like I I hope it goes away, and I would fully expect that it does. Um, And I think that's where the distinction here is. This is the PJ Tour, the DP World Tour, and the PIF. Very different from Liv. All I've got, tried to do is protect what the PGA Tour is and what the PGA Tour stands for. And I think it will continue to, to do that. Um, so, look, going forward, I hope that there's you know there may be a team element and you're going to see maybe me, maybe whoever else play in some sort of team golf, but I don't think it will look anything like Liv has looked. And I think that's a good thing.
3: So basically, uh, first off, I love the way he says "I hate live," which it's "I hate live." So he's still feeling the same way, but uh, you know, it, it, you can tell he's like he's he's upset still. Talking about being the f- sacrificial lamb and all of that, but uh, he's still also uh, staying the same and, and feels the same way, and he hasn't really changed or any w- really even wavered on. Uh, the way he feels personally, but I also thinking him saying taking himself out of it, he understands it is the best thing for golf too going forward,
4: okay. so Rory first of all said he never was offered a deal from Liv, so even though he stayed loyal to the pga if he never was offered anything, why do, why is he <laughs> deserving of any kind of payday because he didn't turn down any money yeah.
3: how are you saying loyal to plus one place when you like you didn't get an offer to the other place yeah like, what yeah. what are you so, staying loyal to
4: now now as far as um him being outspoken there's something to be said for that but if you take the difference in Rory saying that he never was offered a deal and then some of the players that actually did turn down money and if the PGA wanted to reward them but where does it stop how do you know who was offered some money but the players that were offered some money maybe they should be rewarded but as Rory said how how do you even go about making that happen
3: yeah I don't know what reward you could give to I mean, I guess a little bit of a incentive or a little bit of an appreciation or a bonus, but yeah, I don't know what that would look like and, and what what you would be able to do in that circumstance. It's a it's a real dicey thing because it's like you, basically you're at the point where you know you're never going to make anyone happy as it is, but you're especially not going to make everyone happy or at least a, a good bit of people happy with this whole situation. Like, there's going to be people and groups of people that are just it's like, hey. Kind of just uh, grit it and bear it. you got to deal with it. It's pretty much what it's going to be. It's like either you know this is the way it is, and you can be a part of it moving forward, or you can't be, but this is how it's going to go, and you've you got to either deal with it or not. Like, now, John
4: Rahm on the second go-round, because it's already been said that they're going to go after players like John Rahm, if he turns them down for a second time, then that's a guy that I'm sure the PGA Tour would have some kind of conversation with him about rewarding him in some kind of monetary with some kind of monetary value because not only did you turn it down once before but you know what's happening again second time around and if he turned that down then pga tour would almost have to give him something because he's he's turning down the money to to join live for a second time
3: do we, what was the amount of money do
4: we know how much it was, it was? like
3: 400 mil jeez yeah yeah that's a that's a that's a good chunk
4: of change and and at least that was the number he threw out there because he said another 400 mil wasn't going to change his life he Uh said so for him to stay on the pga tour he said yeah i could go to live and but you know another 400 mil is not going to
3: change my life which that's great for him right yeah i mean it changed mine it would change our lives 400 million but yeah for him it's it's like a deal where, you know, man, but, like, just you hear those numbers, and I know it's getting thrown around, and we know what these guys have signed on for, and especially with the Live, but the, the inordinate m- amounts that's just in place for Live, and, and uh, you know, how, how many, like, guys just signed for those types of high-dollar amounts, it's incredible. I mean, it's incredible to kind of just sit back and see how it all unfolded, and now here it is, you know, coming back into place where uh, they're going to be on the same page moving forward, too, so... Yeah, it's like one of those things. I wonder if there was in time machine, how many people would go back and say, all right, yeah, I'll go ahead and join the Live because might as well at this point in time. But it's not the way it works. It's not the way it works. So uh, I guess we're uh, going to see uh, the continued drama of the Live and PGA. It's just not separate. It's more togetherness. And, you know, it's still going to have some pot shots getting taken, I'm sure, throughout uh, the next few months especially. But either way, we got a lot more to talk about here on Out of Bounds. Coming up next what's trending in the world of sports. We'll get to some of those headlines. Keep moving on Trash Talk Thursday and more of your phone calls and messages, 501-661-1037. Out of Bounds, coming up next. <laughs>
5: Folks,
0: Wild Bill here with Magic Market, Motorsports Authority in Hot Springs and Russellville. Folks, we're kicking off our third annual sizzling Summer Sell-Off. And my goodness, do we have the inventory. That's right, Bill. We've got the best inventory we've ever had. Not going to last long. Terrains, rogues, forerunners, pilots, escapes. And don't forget, we say yes. Come see us. We've got plenty of financing options for you to get you in the vehicle of your dreams.
4: And if you can't make it to one of our locations, you can always visit us online at msastore.com.
7: This is Pat Bradley for Brewskis. Brewskis is the spot for lunch downtown. Burgers, wings, sandwiches, loaded fries, and healthy options like wraps and salads. Prepared from scratch daily and made hot and fresh to order. Happy hour starts at 11 a.m. and those drink specials go with everything on the menu. Brewskis, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Tonight at Brewskis, it's sports trivia at 7 p.m. Followed by the best karaoke party in town at 9 p.m. And the party don't stop till 2 a.m. This is Thomas Blackman of Blackman Auctions. When you call Blackman Auctions to sell your assets, you begin a multi-point plan to get the highest value possible. Each auction takes 30 to 45 days of planning and strategic marketing for your real estate, your equipment, and your assets. You've worked hard for your property, and it deserves more than a sign in the yard or a post on the Internet. Sometimes marketing is more than just a commercial with a great-sounding spokesman. Call me. Let me come up with a plan to tell your story and turn your assets into money. Since 1938, better auctions are Blackman Auctions. Without a plan, the future is just what happens to you. In some ways, you can't have a future without a plan because all you really have is what you're doing now and a hope that it all works out. Don't gamble your financial future on hope. Tune in to the Get Ready for the Future show for straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money. Saturdays at 10 a.m., now exclusively on 103.7 The Buzz. Genoa Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial member FINRA SIPC.
3: What a show today. Woo, you know what today is, don't you? What? Thursday? Yeah, tomorrow we're gonna to be in Sheridan Roger. Oh my god. Happy trails
7: to you. The tour. It ends tomorrow. Also Trey Shapp with Albert tomorrow. Are in the you
2: kidding me? Yes. The
5: rest of my life start today. The Rogers family for Capital Business Machines.
6: It's real important to keep going what uh, our dad has started. He had a good reputation, and we want to continue that reputation. Business is about relationships. And I think a lot of times it gets too corporate, too internet, too impersonal. And we want to continue that legacy that that our dad has has started. Treat people right, and they'll take care of you, too.
5: Contact us today for a free document assessment at catbiz.com.
0: There's only one place to stop for the best in meats in Central Arkansas. It's Hogs Meat Market. Check out their monthly package deals of the best meats online at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin.
6: Coach, I asked you what the host of this party was going to be serving up today. What's the drink of choice
0: tonight? Well, you know, I'm not promoting it, but i like some old cold beer. I think I'm going to have one. I'm not promoting it now. 1037 The Buzz.
4: If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney has best deals in the market, been doing it 60 plus years. Give them a call 501 982 2102. Great deals at Guadney Chevrolet. Take advantage of no payments for 90 days. 1.9 is available on Blazer, Equinox, Trailblazer, Traverse, and Silverados, equipped with the TurboMax engine. That's when financing with GM and a well qualified buyer pre-owns they're good enough for mom they're not going to put you in a vehicle that they wouldn't feel comfortable putting their own mom in they're going to go through expect them and make sure inspect them and make sure they're up to par in uh any of those pre-owned vehicles they're going to be like new as they leave the lot make the trip to the gregory street exit in jacksonville shop them online guadneychevrolet.com you can see all the deals the cash allowances the rebates even appraise the vehicle see just how much it's worth they're giving thousands over book value whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney is always actively buying vehicles, so you get a great deal on the vehicle that you trade in or sell. See the entire inventory of new and pre owned vehicles on GuadneyChevrolet.com. It's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Guadney
3: Chevrolet. GuadneyChevrolet.com. And this song kind of makes me sad because every time I hear it, I think of Kevin cops his walkout song, so, and just the heat waves that. Uh, Comes along with it. Good just, song. It is. It's a really good song. It's just uh, I don't know why I should. I shouldn't be sad about it. I should be happy. But every time I hear it, I just think of Kevin Cops. And, uh, and what's sad was it was a popular song. But that's the only reason I even knew what it was and never heard about it. So, uh, but yeah, still a good song to this day. Uh, before we get to what's trending in the world of sports, I had a few people chiming in on our first Arkansas Bank and Trust text line. We were talking about the uh, foul balls and increasing the the nets and, and ballparks and everything. Uh, Clayton Conway says uh, bat speeds and exit velos have increased tenfold in the last hundred years. You need to put the nets up. Absolutely, so that's they a good have. point. That's a good point. Uh, Five hundred one says I can see John being the foul ball guy on Twitter. Zach Hample, if you haven't seen him, I don't know who that is. So I oh, check that that's out. the
4: guy that he makes big money where he people actually pay him to go to games with him because they're almost guaranteed they're going to get a foul ball.
3: Really, because of him?
4: Yeah, yeah, because he sets up and. He's done studies on it, and he's done it for so long that he sets up in certain areas that he feels like there's going to be a foul ball or a home run that goes to that area. And it seems like every game he goes to, he comes away with a certain number of them because
3: he's a guy that he's caught multiple home runs in the same game. Hmm. I guess i never heard of this guy, but that's impressive, though, to do the studying and Kind of get a ballpark estimate, no pun intended, of where it's going to end up landing and everything. That's have to check that out. That's pretty cool. Also, uh, from 501 says, they need to install nets down the baseline. From the game, that has been around 100 years, but back when the ball was a weather-wrapped sock and didn't travel as fast and couldn't be hit as hard now. Uh, athletes are bigger, stronger, and we only are focused on launch angle and speed off the bat, so we should expect an increase with player focus. That only creates danger. Things change, times change, and the game is not ruined by having baseline netting. So... Yeah, and then uh, on top of that, when we were talking about the Liv, uh, it also says from the 501 uh, that uh, it would have taken, it says Joe would have taken, Liv would have taken Rory and paid Rory in a heartbeat if he would have wanted it. That's what they're saying.
4: Probably so, so but yeah. um, there's maybe some kind of reason that there never was an offer.
3: Yeah, well, we talking to that executive that uh, had, had plenty of words to say about Rory. Uh, maybe that was the case, but... Well,
4: it's because of the back and forth that's happened from that point on right now and that's why
3: you know they feel a certain way about rory because they know how rory feel, feels about them yeah it's one of those deals where it's just like well they never offered me and if they would have I would have said no and then the other side of it says well we didn't offer him because we didn't have, we didn't want him in the first place it's, it's, it's just all those types of games that go along with it too so all right let's go ahead and jump into what's trending in the world of sports
0: What's trending in the world of sports is sponsored by Arkansas-based West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee and their 1.5 million coffee farmers around the globe as they fuel Arkansas with great tasting coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at
3: WestrockCoffee.com or 833-886-Jabba today. All right, what's trending in the world of sports? A few things going on, like in the NFL. Sources are saying that the Vikings are planning to release running back Dalvin Cook, and uh, which is huge news because Dalvin Cook, of course, has been uh, a key part of uh, their success up there in Minnesota. In the running game, he turns 28 in August, set up to make about $14 million, but, uh, or at least taking up $14 million in cap space, uh, was due to earn $11 million to he spent the season with the Vikings. And those are big running backs, or an aging running back, as they say, and uh, he surpassed 15,000 1,500 touches this past season in his career. So uh, they're looking to move on and go a different direction from Dalvin Cook. That's exactly
4: what's happening with Chris Paul. He's dealt with some injuries each and every season, not that he's had anything long-term. And he's somebody that's played through injuries quite a bit, but talking the same thing here where the Vikings have tried to trade him and they haven't been successful in that. So the next step is just releasing them and saving some money against the salary cap.
3: Well, this is an unfortunate thing that's been going on. For those of you who don't know, up in the Northeast, especially in New York, uh, the uh, poor air quality has been a major problem because of fires that are coming in from uh, the Canadian border and up there, and it's caused a lot of issues there. Well, it's also causing issues when it comes to sporting events because racing at Belmont Park has been officially canceled, as well as the Washington Nationals home game against the Arizona Diamondbacks being postponed. Also seeing that the New York Giants called off their practice uh, that was being held in New Jersey. So, uh, a lot of different things are going on, and uh, they're having to have uh, things impacted by sports up there just to, due to the very poor air quality in New York.
4: That's uh, something that has happened yesterday and today. I'm not sure if Saturday's Belmont has been canceled at this point.
3: Yeah, it just says uh, they've called off the racing uh, as far as uh, it's the New York Racing Association, they canceled live racing. Uh, at Belmont Park, two days before the Belmont, New York facility is scheduled to host the final leg of the Triple Crown. Right. So they haven't done, yeah, that point just yet. But
4: So Mark the yeah. Magician will be on with us tomorrow at one thirty, and uh, we'll see where we stand at
3: that point. Yeah, we'll get an update on it from him as well. Uh, and some other news, too. Uh, we already talked about Chris Paul, and uh, we talked about uh, uh, the Giants and uh, them having to cancel their practice, but also... Notre Dame's going to be having a new athletic director which I saw this cuz Pete uh, Jack Swarbrick's been there for a long time and uh, Pete Bevaqua I think is how you say his name he's going to be the new AD. In this case it kind of makes me wonder what that story I'm like man I guess Notre Dame is still a brand it's still a big time school and oh absolutely and it gets a lot of money going in there too but uh, you know their their program that's you know is looking to increase their football status and of course their basketball status and baseball and and everything to go along with it. Baseball actually had a successful year last year. I believe made the World Series, if I'm not mistaken. They, they did beat Tennessee in the Super Region. That's right. Yeah, that's that's right. So, yeah, they did make the World Series. And they've had some good things going on for them. But uh, they're uh, replacing him with uh, Bevacqua, who happens to also be NBC Sports Chairman. So there's a little connection there because we know Notre Dame's always been on NBC. So uh, we'll have some other headlines to get into here in just a little bit. Uh, before we take a top of the hour update, let's go to the phone lines. Uh, Brad's in Little Rock. What's up, Brad?
8: Hey, I noticed y'all I heard y'all talking about the guy who catches the uh, all the foul balls and the home runs. Yeah. If y'all have looked this up, Google this guy and look at some of the UCs. I mean, I think this guy's just a burden on the game. If you watch this, he'll be out there taking foul balls from kids basically, and home runs that a kid will be about to catch. He'll jump in the way, you know and I mean He's really just, uh, like I said, it's, a, it's a really hard to watch this guy, and I don't know what the purpose of him doing all this is because I don't know that you can, if there's a market for all these foul balls and things of that nature, and maybe there's, but if you get the chance, YouTube this guy and see some of the stuff he does. Cause it's really, I mean, for someone who wants to take the kids to the ballpark and maybe... Them get a foul ball or something. If you're anywhere close to this guy, you're not getting anything. And like I said, it, it's kind of sad. So that's all I wanted to say. And I'll, I'll hang up and listen to what y'all have to say. All
3: right, appreciate it, Brad. Yeah, I'll have to look it up. But I look at it in a different way. If you see this guy around you, you know you got a good chance of getting the foul ball. So you're just going to have to overcome him and, and fight him off a little bit there too. Yeah. So I mean, I don't see, I don't see it as a problem, but I can understand how it probably get pretty frustrating if. Uh, you know, you're just there by happenstance, but he happens to be there because he did studies on it, too. But either way, we're up against it, though. Going to have, on the other side of the break, Bobby Regan. Talk old basketball with him on the other side, so stay with us here on Out of Bounds. Listen for
6: birthday trivia in the zone with Justin and Wes, presented by Elia's Mexican Grill in Morrellton, home of the Chocolate Nachos. Take exit 108 for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. Hi, folks. Mike Linton with On Point Realty. If you're interested in buying or selling a house, a
4: business, farm or ranch, it would be an honor to serve as your agent. Call me today at 501-676-1964.